Welcome to the Human and Technology Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who develops, distributes or uses technology. For all those who always have the feeling that technology overwhelms or dominates them. For everyone who wants to know how to deal with technology in everyday life. For anyone who wants to understand what technology does to us and how we can get our lives back. This podcast is for those who want to make technology sexy. All the product developers, designers, UX, UI professionals, product managers, CTOs and CEOs. And it is for you. My name is Dr. Peter Reska. My friends call me Dr. Peter. I am your host and I am happy that you are here. This new episode of the Human Technology Podcast deals with a concept that I personally like very much and that uh, changed my thinking, my acting, the uh, cognition that I have of the world uh, a lot. It is um, the so-called Golden Circle by Simon Sinek, or as one of the titles of his book is, is uh, Start With Why. The Golden Circle is a thought model. It is about leadership. It's about marketing. It is also about personal development. And it is about life in general. One of the core sentences is on, on Start With Why is your customers don't buy what you do, but they do why you do this. And I will get back to this during the entire episode and, and discuss this from, from various points of view. So that you have this why in the center and that this why differentiates you from, from others. So writing a part or delivering an HMI solution or putting some software out is something you can do. But that is not your why. That does not differentiate you from any other end. There are two aspects about this differentiation. One is that, first of all, you have it, because many people don't have it. And the other point is that your why may be totally unique compared to others. And this may make you and your solutions, your products, interesting for your potential clients. The... Golden circle is visualized as three concentric circles. And there's one in the middle, which is the Y. Then the second one around the circle with the Y is the how. And on the very outside, there is the what. And as this book title says, start with why means that you start from the inside, that you get a clear vision on why you do things, on why you start your business, why you produce a product, why you develop an HMI. And then it is about the how and in the very end, it is the what, the what you really deliver to your customer, your user to whoever um, your delivery is, is meant to be to. 
I have developed, and I will talk about this in the second part of this episode, the 3P simple, or the, the 3P uh, principle of HMI development. The three P's stand for parameters, processes, and personality. I have developed a workshop on this one, and I will tell you why I did this. And um, this is very much focused then on HMI development. And my idea on this episode of, of uh, the Human Technology Podcast is to connect the two, to find the parallels between the golden circle of... Um, Simon Sinek and how that reflects into the three pre three P principle. I have to I have to rehearse this. The three P principle of HMI development. And um, yeah, th this is what this episode will be about. And um, have fun with it. So let's talk a bit about the golden circle. Start with why. So the why in this case is directed into the future. So I could ask you, why are you listening to this podcast? And you can then say, okay, I have selected it uh, on uh, the corresponding portal. Um, and uh, I, I push the, the, the play button and now I'm listening to this. All right. This is some kind of why, but this is, the wrong why. This is um, the um, why directing to the past, trying to find out reasons. Why did this happen? What is the reason for that? The why by means of Simon Sinek, by means of the golden circle, is directed into the future. So it's more just like what for? So the question, why do you listen to this podcast? Maybe it is because you want to get insights into HMIs and the relationship between humans and technologies. Maybe it is because you want to improve your knowledge. You want to gain new insights and become a better HMI developer. Or maybe you just listen to it because you like my voice, the way I talk or whatever. There are different reasons why you can listen to this podcast. And I hope I could make it clear that this why targeting into the past is not the why we are talking about here. It's more the why into the into the future, which is more related to what for. What for am I doing this? What is my vision, my destination? In a professional environment like a company or the management of a company, the why defines the the purpose of a company, meaning the higher meaning of an activity, of a business, of, of a company. So, for example, it's customer orientation. What does someone get from buying my product? So, a why could be, I want to make the lives of my customers better. Better by means of faster, easier, safer. So, that is the reason why people buy this project and my service. And um, basically, it is the question, why do I as an um, entrepreneur, as a founder, as a company owner, as a top manager, why do I stand up every morning? What do I stand up for each and every single morning? And 
what do my clients, the, the people, the, the users, my customers, what do they get out of the activities that I do? And at the end, it is about what sets and defines the emotional aspects of a business. And in other, other management theories, this why is called the normative management. Normative by meaning of setting the general norms in your business. The second circle is the how. And the how is how exactly it is done. How exactly do I proceed? How exactly do I reach my goals? And that is about processes. This is about a value creation process. This is about business models. This is about business relationships. This is all the procedures that you have behind your product that are required to, to produce a service, a product, a whatever. And if the why defines the goal, then the how is the map that is leading you to this goal. And in other management uh, theories, it is called the strategic management. So what strategies do we have to achieve success with what we do? And the third, the outer circle, the what, describes exactly what you are doing. The concrete actions, the activities, the products, the services, the individual steps to the goal. And this level is, is very easy to, to understand and to, to, to describe and to build. And um, the, the why is very hard to, to build and to find out, but, but the what is, is pretty easy. And so many people, if, if you ask them, what are you doing? What is your business? They talk about the what, but they don't talk about their why. Because the what is so much easier um, than, than the why, and it's still easier than, than the how. And yeah, this is why many businesses focus on describing their what's, but not formulating the whys and, and the hows. And in other management theories, this what describes the operational management. So what is being done specifically, what is uh, to be done on a daily basis, on a step-by-step -step basis, and uh, very much in detail. So as you can see, this um, Golden Circle by Simon Sinek is not something that is totally super new, fresh, that is totally independent from anything else, that is... No, it is just a way of thinking things that already exist in a different order, with different priorities, with different focuses. And so, yeah, we started with the why, and then it goes up to the how, and then to the what, which uh, is, is the, the, the way Cynic um, uh, wants us to, to think about businesses, about our lives, and about ourselves. And uh, Cynic assumes, and I can fully support this, that a clearly formulated and communicated why makes a business 
unique. That, that's the big differentiator. If, if you stand up and say, okay, this is why I am doing what I'm doing and you're doing things, but, but the big why, and if you communicate that, if you say, okay, this is the reason why I get up every morning, why I drive to the office, why I hang around with clients and, and customers, and at the end of the day, this is the why I'm, I'm having in my mind. And Simon Sinek uh, puts it uh, in, in, uh, in a different way. He says, If the leaders of an organization do not know the why, the reason why the organization exists beyond its products and services, how can they expect the employees to know what they are doing every morning? And I think that summarizes it pretty well. So it is a task of either the entrepreneur or the solopreneur or the top managers to think and formulate this why for the entire company. And then people have the chance to adapt this why, to uh, communicate it for themselves, to adapt it for themselves, to modify it, to, to make it fit to their own tasks and, and, and their own uh, beliefs, and then put it out um, uh, appropriately. And if you have a the marketing principles, and the marketing starts with the what, you won't stand out, you, you won't make any, any much of a difference. If you let your life, your profession, being controlled by all the various what's, then you will work off stuff and you, may, you will probably get a lot of stuff done. But after a while, You will experience everything as senseless, meaningless, useless. And that in the very end may even lead you into a burnout. And for me, every burnout contains components, at least components of a bore out. Meaning you are bored by what you do because you have totally tons of what's what you do. You make a phone call, you write a mail, you talk to your boss, you have a client meeting, you have this and this and this. This is all the what's that you do. But if you miss a serious why behind it, then at the very end of the day, you will wake up one morning and say, why do I, sh why shall I get up? You know, I mean, it's another day full of calls and mails and meetings. And, and that, that, by the way, was, was uh, one of the reasons why I started my own business. In uh, my last uh, position that I had in, in an electronics development company, yeah, I, I just didn't know any whys anymore. I mean, the company was almost bankrupt. Um, there was no business. Um, I had no influence. I, yeah, I had responsibilities I could not take. And so I had tons of what's to do. I made, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 calls a day. And I had meetings. I was traveling a lot. And... I sat there until late in the evening and, and at the end it was just, hey, why am I doing this? And this was one of the major reasons why at the very end I had just quit the job and said, okay, guys, I'm going to do something else. And when, when I started my own business in May 2015, the first thing is um, that I try to find out why am I doing it. And I had not been aware of Simon Sinek and, and uh, the Golden Circle. But it was totally clear to me that um, my why is not I'm writing a report and I'm having a client meeting and I'm developing an HMI solution for a client and 
I'm making analysis. No, the idea was I want to make this world a better place. This is my why. I want to make technology easy to access and I want to improve the lives of people, of humans with the best possible technology. So as in business and in life and in marketing, you have to find your why. Define it. And after that, the rolling out of the house and the what's becomes more or less easy as one to free a piece of cake. Let's move on to the 3P principle of HMI development. That is a workshop uh, that I developed uh, two or three years ago and that I gave a few times and um, spoiler, 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 if you want to have it, contact me and then we can talk about it. So that is a workshop and the, the starting point, the focus point was the experience that as an HMI developer, you are not taken seriously very often in technological contexts. So I, I work in the automotive industry uh, most of my professional life. And um, yeah, when, when I showed up there, said, hey, I am the HMI guy and I'm in usability and I'm in user experience and I will make uh, the whole thing delightful and beautiful. All these, let's say, techie guys, the software developers, the hardware developers, the product managers, well, they had a couple of, of nice, nice uh, <laughs> statements on that. Um, just just to, to tell you a few that, I mean, I really heard them. People said them to me. One said, um, just because you are fiddling around with the HMI, I won't sell a single car more. So what? I mean, yeah. No, wrong. I mean, uh, if, if you have a look at all the car magazines, I mean, how is the usability of a car is an important point. But that was one thing he stated. Another one was, I really have enough problems. I don't need someone dealing with things like usability and user experience. Okay. Or another one, um, we don't need usability. We offer trainings for our users. Or that is the one that I really love. No, I hate it most, but that is the one that really drills it down to the point. One person said to me, do you know why there are so many women in usability and UX? It's easy. There is no money in it. It was just like, what? I mean, all right, just to summarize this one, if you work in uh, as a psychologist as an hmi designer as as a graphic designer product designer um, maybe even as a, as a human factors engineer and ergonomics engineer in this highly tech and money driven world um, you you will hear things like this and uh, i mean i had the chance to grow with it but i know that other people um, they, they were destroyed by, by statements like this and then and they just feel that they're not good enough, that they cannot contribute anything, that uh, what they do, that their work is not valued. And I mean, this is totally wrong. 
And I mean, you're listening to this podcast because you have already realized this, but it's not the entire technical industry that, that already knows it. So standing is important, assertiveness, um, knowledge of the central role that the HMI plays in products. I mean, we all know this, but um, you have to transfer this knowledge into others, into techie people. And you have this soft knowledge, the uh, experience, a, an ease of use, a fun of use versus hard knowledge. We have this processor and we have those operating systems and we have so many flips and flops and bits and bytes and stuff. And we have so many millimeters and we have this crash test and, you know, so... That 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 is the, that's the hard knowledge, and we as HMI designers we very often work with emotions, with feelings, and then you have to stand versus numbers, where there's figures, where there's what people believe are real hard facts. So this this is the environment um, HMI people very often work in, and. If uh, you have a look at OEMs, car makers, there very often you have very well set up, very well educated and very well established HMI departments of 10, 15, 20 people, designers, psychologists, linguists, all the people that you need to create a good user experience. But uh, already at suppliers, um, you very often have small teams of single people working in this environment. And well, why am I talking about this? This experience I had uh, was the reason why I developed this uh, 3P principle. The three P's stand for personality, processes, and parameters. A little footnote, another problem HMI people, usability, user experience people have, and this is a problem, and also on the other side, this is a, a benefit that, that you may have. Everyone has an opinion. On an HMI, you can show what you have developed, your wireframes, your graphic designs, your procedures and processes, and you can put this out. And everyone has an opinion on this. And everyone has a feeling. And this is good, because if you work, if you interact with technology, you will develop this feeling. It takes you a, a millisecond if you see a new product and then you develop an opinion on this one. And... It's the same problem that chefs have, you know. I mean, if if you have a food in front of you, you will know, hey, I love it. It's great. It's, it's, it smells good. It looks good. And I love to eat it. It tastes great. Or architects, yeah, if you walk through a city and say, hey, this is an ugly building. I don't want to see that. Or, hey, this is beautiful. I have designed something really cool here. Or product designers. Or any other. I mean, this group of people, is doing something where everyone is developing an opinion within milliseconds. And the problem is that this opinion is correct and good for this one single person. So if uh, the CEO of a company looks at your HMI and says, I don't like it, I don't understand it, or why don't we do it like this, and then says something totally strange, that is easy to understand. Yes, of course, this is easy to understand for you. But we as professionals, it's our job to lift all the different opinions, to lift all the different views, to lift all the different ways of seeing things and interacting with technology to generic level and develop a solution from there.
So this is our job, and and, and this is something that uh, we need to communicate even stronger into into the world. All right, let's go back to the three P's. They stand for, as I said, personality, processes, and parameters. So about personality, this is a clear idea of why am I standing here for something? Why am I doing this? And for me, it is the clear thing. I stand here because I want to make people's lives better with better technology, easier to access technology, more friendly technology, more use case oriented technology. So this, this is what I'm standing for. And um, Tony Robbins, uh, some of you will know him. He's one of the godfathers of personality development. He says um, he put out a, a quadrant of beliefs, potential, actions, and results. And he puts them into a circle. So, okay, from beliefs, you get to potential, you get to actions, you get to results, and then you repeat it. You get from results to beliefs, and you can jump into the circle at any point. And, for example, if you believe that you have the chance to make this world a better place and you design technology... You build up a potential. You stand up every morning. Uh, you do the right activities. You yeah, you want to have this. You have a target. You have a focus. And you turn this into concrete activities. You open lap your laptop and, and you read a lot and you find it out. And you make a user study. And you know all these actions. And these actions, they will lead to results. So you will have an HMI and this will be a product that's easier and better to use than the product before or than any other product on the market. This steers your beliefs. Your beliefs are, hey, I told you, it's great and I want to make it even better. And then you create new potential that will lead to new actions and again to better results. And so you have a positive feedback loop in this one. You can also have this as a negative feedback loop. If you believe, well, I cannot change anything. You have zero potential. You will take not the right actions. You, maybe you will not take any actions at all. And they will lead to no results. And then you say, hey, I told you, there are no results. It's not possible to do this. Which strengthens your beliefs, lowers the potential, leads to even less actions, leads to even poorer results, and so on and so on. So you have this feedback loop and once you found a point and you can jump in at any point of this um, and, and turn this into a positive thing, you get into a positive feedback loop and that will really lift you up. And this is part of the personality building of, of HMI people. Other points are, are raise your standards from I should, I should do this. What one should do this is even worse to I want i will these are the things and just a personal thing stop being the nice girl or the nice boy nobody loves you nobody has to love you it is your life you have to love you this about the first p the personality the second one is processes And I've talked a couple of times here in this podcast about development processes and parts of the development process. 
Um, just a very few um, buzzwords on this one. There are linear processes, there are agile processes, there are circular processes. So different kinds of processes. One example that uh, I really like um, that also is a, pro a process that's a combination of a linear and a circular process is design thinking, the design thinking philosophy. It's more than just a process, but it contains a process that describes you how to do things, when to do things, and how to combine them. And um, Yeah, so that's one thing. And another one um, is the usability engineering lifecycle, um, also a process I use a lot that was developed by Deborah Mayu. And um, she has three phases in there. Um, I really find the phases a bit for the purposes that I'm having. But that's also a very generic um, HMI development process um, that uh, is uh, this, um, yeah, it starts with the analysis and then uh, finding out the requirements. And the second phase is the implementation. And the third phase then is uh, the, the maintenance um, that you have um, after, after the, the realization of a product. So this about the process, that's the second P. The third P is the parameters. That is what do we do? And just to name two of them, there are tons out of there. Um, one is the ISO 9241, part 110. There are um, uh, parameters uh, defined. They're very generic. Um, that goes not only automotive, that goes for any kind of usability that you have. So um, you have expectation conformity, you have... Um, easiness of learning a product and so on. So there are a few um, and I will talk about the ISO in, in, in another episode but there you can find parameters. Another set of parameters is one that I developed for my work in, in the automotive industry um, that contains things like balance. So you have to balance an HMI, you have to create an internal balance which basically describes the relationship between input, output, and internal structures, and the external balance, uh, which analyzes the user group, the contexts of use, the different markets, the cultures you're in. So all that is in balance. Consistency, usefulness, simplicity, personalization, and uh, yeah, putting emotions in, 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 into your product. So those are the parameters. Um, the free free P principle personality processes parameters um, that's basically um, the things that that belong into it and to bring it down to the point I talked about the golden circle of uh, Simon Simic uh, the uh, start with why and these three circles from why to how to what so and the three Pre-principle, that is mirrored. The why is the personality. So where, why am I doing this? So if I put myself into a position that I know why am I doing this, I'm building my personality and I'm getting the right person, the, the, the right beliefs, the right potential, the right actions and the right results in a positive feedback loop that um, will create excellent products. The how is and that's obvious the processes how do i do it do i use a linear process do i use an agile process do i work with the design thinking processes do i work with the usability engineering life cycle do i work with 
something else. And at the end, it's the what. So what are we designing? We are designing font sizes. We are designing contrasts. We are designing a menu tree. We are um, designing um, uh, the interaction procedure. So that, that is the what at the very end of the day. And there is no priority in the value. It's only a priority in how you think it, where you start, where your focus point is, what comes first, and then the second, and then the third. So why and personality first, then how and processes, and the third is what and param, uh, what and, and, and the parameters. So from what for to how and what, and uh, from, from the deepest part of your personality to how I do it, and to what I do. All right, that's it for today. If you like this podcast, do me the favor, recommend it to one other person in your network. So the more people listen to this podcast, the higher it is ranked on the respective platforms. And um, yeah, the more people, even more people get to know it because if it's ranked higher, it's uh, shown, presented to more people, to more users. And so the community, the human technology podcast community has a serious chance to grow even more. That's it for today. Thank you for spending time with me. I hope you were able to take something with you and do something for yourself that will be forever. For an unknown exchange, you will find me on LinkedIn and on my websites, Peter minus rusker.com and beyond minus hmi.de Write me an email under podcast at beyond minus hmi.de Tune in next time, take care and stay healthy.